Scott Jennings, and here's my latest comment. Joe Biden's presidential campaign was built on two pillars. I'm going to shut down the virus, and I'm not Donald Trump. He is failing on both promises, as COVID rages and Biden's behavior more and more mirrors his predecessors. Biden's message to the country last week, in which he outlined his new six-point strategy to handle the COVID-19 pandemic, was another tirade from a president who promised to unify the country in his inaugural address, but has devolved into an angry, lecturing partisan as his administration drowns in criticism from the public over Afghanistan, the economy, and a surge in coronavirus cases nationwide. When you're the president, you have two primary ways to move people to your point of view, inspiration or coercion. It was said that Biden would employ the former, but he has resorted to the latter via a series of executive mandates and scolding speeches as he seeks higher vaccination rates. Gone is the soaring rhetoric of Biden's campaign, replaced with the kind of bile and disdain many Americans hated about the former guy, as Biden would say. It's doubtful this will work. In fact, it may backfire, as many unvaccinated Americans recoil against being told what to do when it comes to their own health care. Heck, the same day Biden was rolling out his vaccine mandate plan, Vice President Kamala Harris was making videos supporting abortion rights using the my body, my choice arguments common on the political left. Which is it, guys? Perhaps one of the Biden administration's biggest COVID failures has been these kinds of mixed messages. Harris, early on, was one of the worst offenders, stating in a debate last fall that she wouldn't take the vaccine if Donald Trump said to. I suspect this is a similar feeling some of the unvaccinated today have at being told to take a vaccine by Joe Biden. Health experts overwhelmingly agree the vaccine should be taken, but the reflexive partisan instinct to reject advice from politicians you hate isn't confined to one party, even as Democrats have memory hold their own part in causing vaccine hesitancy. After taking office, the mixed messages from Biden and Harris continued. In April, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and the Food and Drug Administration abruptly paused use of the Johnson & Johnson one-dose vaccine after extremely rare reports of blood clots. White House officials didn't immediately brief the president, and the news seemed to have caught the administration off guard. The handling of the entire situation turned messy, and officials worried it could erode the public's trust in the vaccine, which it ultimately did. They did lift the pause, but the damage was already done. In August, CNN reported that, quote, top health officials in the Biden administration have added to the confusion with a series of contradictory messages on everything from masks to mandates. And more recently on booster shots, the Financial Times reported that, quote, Biden's COVID booster shot plan was mired in confusion amid regulatory holdups. Two weeks ago, two senior leaders in the FDA's Vaccine Review Office announced that they're stepping down, resigning, further depleting an agency with an eroded morale due to the workload and one that still doesn't have a permanent head eight months into Biden's term. During his speech Thursday, Biden said his new plan was necessary to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. If you believe in the efficacy of the vaccines, why do the vaccinated need protection? Yes, there have been some breakthrough infections, but they are extremely rare and mild. If you were already skeptical of whether you needed a vaccine, there's a strong chance you would interpret Biden's words and actions as a total lack of confidence 
that the shots actually work. Time and again, when given a chance to inspire and unify, Biden and his team have confused and hectored the very unvaccinated Americans he needs to reach the most. It was just in July that his CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, and White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said that there would be no national vaccination mandates. Now we have mandates and an angry president who has given up on his supposed legendary empathy in favor of the kind of dictatorial style that Democrats once hammered Trump for. As a political matter, Biden may find some running room on his mandate plan. Polling conducted by the Associated Press in late August found that a majority of people support mandates driven largely by people who've already gotten their shots. And a new CNN poll shows Americans have grown more supportive of mandates. Biden's statement that patience is wearing thin with the unvaccinated will find resonance with a great many people, including some Republicans who made the decision to get vaccinated after reviewing the data and the situation. But this isn't a question of smart politics. Rather, it's whether Biden's move will convince the unvaccinated crowd to get their shots. And there's nothing in his plan or attitude, even if it works for him politically, that rallies skeptical Americans to view that the vaccine works. Polling from the Washington Post, in fact, indicates that 7 in 10 unvaccinated workers who were not self-employed would likely quit their jobs if mandated to get a vaccine and no exemptions were offered. Ultimately, the American people will render a midterm report card on Biden's COVID leadership when they vote next November. If they hold the president to his own words, it won't be pretty for the Democrats. 220,000 Americans dead. Anyone who is responsible for that many deaths shouldn't remain as president of the United States, Biden said last October in a debate against Donald Trump. As of September, right now, over 215,000 Americans have died of COVID-19 since Biden took office. We have reached the threshold of presidential failure, according to Biden himself. The question now is, can the president turn it around? Or has he just settled on a political course rather than one that has a fighting chance of unifying the American people? I'm Scott Jennings. Thanks for listening. You can see more commentary on Twitter at Scott Jennings KY.